Welcome to episode 21 of the Truth and Dare podcast. Today we're saying a big fuck you to perfection. And I just want you to know I put up both middle fingers when I said that. Um, for everything that you need, show notes, details, and blog posts, you can check us out at truthanddaremovement.com. Before we get started today, we are going to continue our latest tradition here at Tad, where we highlight one review of the week from a member of our amazing community. This week's review comes from Corinne Nicole. Corinne says, I love, love, love listening to these ladies. They keep it so real and uplifting. It's definitely feel good. It's hard not to raise your hand when listening and say, amen, sister. Thank you, Corinne, for the love and the feedback. And remember, if you want to be the review of the week, head on over to iTunes and drop us some love. We truly appreciate it, and we cannot do this without you. So thank you. Welcome to Truth and Dare, a podcast dedicated to female empowerment through living our truth and daring to change. Hi, I'm Carly Talbot. And I'm Allie Van Fossen. And we are back. Here we go, slug in the honey before we get into the fuck perfection conversation. Carl, what is what is your slugs? How many slugs do you have? How thick is your honey? I mean, I already know all the answers, but tell our listeners what's going on. I have like an entire slug farm basically um growing. I don't know, maybe not growing, living with me. As creepy as that sounds, but tons of slugs. Don't worry, I'll get to all of them. But today, I think my major one is just getting trapped in the vortex of hell that is social media. Like, I I don't know what happens. I pull out my phone and I start scrolling through Instagram. And the next thing I know, 45 minutes have gone by and I've basically been blasted off into another planet where there is no such thing as time and only comparison exists. And I don't like that planet at all. And I don't know what it is. I mean, obviously, there's an addiction there, but I just lately have found myself really getting trapped in it and then simultaneously just wanting to throw my phone across the room to break the habit. <sighs> I need help. <laughs> <laughs> help is on the way. Dun, Somebody dun, help da, da. me. <laughs> but real talk, I've been on that planet too so many times. And I've been on that planet as of late, frequenting it as well. And my slug in the honey is that I'm having this mega fraudy fears alert and also getting in the trap of the social media vortex of death. And I think really the lesson for both of us that I've seen a few times is that when you procrastinate, it's really fear knocking on your door because you're obviously avoiding some type of work that you should be doing, be it physical, mental, or spiritual work. But I think Carl and I both know we're avoiding some of the bigger things that we would like to be experiencing in our own worlds. So we've got really similar slugs and we hope that really helps you guys reflect and um, accept your slugs and your honey too. So today's topic is really intense in a really good way, but it's vulnerable, it's challenging, it's revealing. 
And in light of that, we would love to start the conversation with a few conscious breaths. So if you're not driving a car, take a moment and close your eyes, lengthen through your spine, relax your shoulders down, relax that jaw, and take an inhale through your nose, feel your belly and your rib cage expand, and just let it go. Do that two more times, inhaling to expand, exhaling to release, and last time, big inhale, and let it go. Ha. How you uh, how you feeling, girlfriend? That was so good. Thank you for that. That was really necessary. So, why are we talking about this topic, fuck perfection? If you follow Carly or I on Instagram, Truth and Dare Movement, The Journey Junkie, I think you will notice a trending theme of us talking about fucking perfection. Fears, fraudy feelings, all of these topics seem to be a common theme. And I don't think it's because we're not doing the work to live our truth and dare to change. I think it's because it is a consistent theme throughout our journeys, no matter who you are or what you do or, you know, where are, where you are in this world. But really this topic came about because I was in a space of feeling really vulnerable about my acne and the challenge and frustration that comes with it. And of course, I reached out to Carly, which is what we always recommend you listeners to do. Find your tribe, connect with them. And immediately she had the same exact trepidations, frustrations, and just really like, I almost want to say like anger at the situation that we're still dealing with this same topic. Like, can you just go the fuck away? But it's not going away. And so I think it's Carly and I's job to find the silver lining within the shitty situation of having acne and see how we can spin it around and um, find some inspiration and growth and strength throughout the process. So that's how this conversation manifested. Amen. Yeah, it has been so challenging to deal with this issue um, that affects your face. And it's hard because... We put ourselves out there, right? And it's kind of what I was talking about with my slug in the honey of getting trapped into this comparison vortex where I and Allie and probably many of you who struggle with any sort of physical ailment on any scope, you look at these images of people and you instantly compare and you think about who you are versus who they are and how you could never look like that or be like that. And especially being in the wellness world or, or really just dipping our, my toe into it, I've honestly had feelings sometimes where I feel like I shouldn't be the person who is giving somebody else advice on how to be healthy or fulfilled when I look at myself and I see a blemish on my face or five blemishes on my face. I'm like, who the fuck's going to listen to me? Like, I'm still a mess. People should listen to these other people who look so perfect and they have it all together. But you know what? The key word there is look perfect. You know, they're not. 
And it's just this highlight of their life. It's not the struggles and it's not the hustle. And the reason that Ali and I are here on Truth and Dare is not to be these porcelain, perfect, smooth-skinned, no cellulite, no issued women. We are flawed and we have a lot of struggles and insecurities. And we might not show you guys that on our Instagram page or on our website, but I just want you to know that we're here and we're real and it's important to understand that what we see behind the screen is not reality. You got me all sorts of feeling excited and amped up and then also kind of wanting to cry at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I feel the same way. (laughs) So Carly and I are going to really focus on what ails us, which is currently this acne challenge frustration. However, it doesn't need to only be physical. It can be an emotional or mental or spiritual chronic pain or frustration or challenge that is just gnawing away at you. And each day you try to face it and you're not finding the solution. And it's it just feels like you're climbing up a wall that you don't see any end in sight or like the rope isn't hanging for you to climb over and make it to the other side. So whatever your struggle is, whatever your hang up is with what perfection should be to you is how we want you to relate to this conversation. Um, really tapping into like, what is gnawing away at me? What do I constantly say to myself? over and over again that's debilitating and not serving myself in moving forward. So take a moment, reflect on what that thing is for you. It might be a multitude of things, but we really want you to tap into like the thing, the thing that just fucks you over. And that's how we both feel about our our skin complexion. And while it might seem Uh, trivial to some of you. I think if you haven't experienced the frustration of having acne and then doing all the things right to try to prevent it and heal it and then still have to deal with it, then it's kind of hard to relate. But everyone is showing up here to participate in this conversation for a different reason. So find your reason, stick to it as we continue on with this uh, really vulnerable talk. Yeah. Yeah, that's such good advice, Allie, because we're all coming from a different place and nobody's challenge or struggle outweighs anybody else's. And not only that, but nobody else can truly understand what somebody else is going through. And that leads us right into where we want to go with this conversation, which is about being vulnerable. None of us know what's irking at the other person. You walk past somebody in the grocery store, you look at their Instagram account, you you know, you see them online or in person and people look a certain way and people live up to a certain facade. But we have no idea what goes on behind their closed doors, behind their eyes, in their brain, in their hearts and in their souls. The only way that we can create a safe space to talk about the shit that is hurting us and the shit that is painful and scary is to be open about about those exact topics, which is 100% why Allie and I wanted to talk about our skin issues because they make us feel so damn shitty sometimes. 
vulnerability is this tricky thing because it makes us feel really nervous and scared, right? To open up about something that is so deeply personal. How could we possibly talk about it when we don't even understand our emotions that are surrounding it? But the crazy thing about it is that the only way to drop those walls with between other people, and especially what we hope to do in this community of truth and dare, is to open up about the pain. You'll never know who else is on your level of struggle until you share where you're coming from. And that opens the floodgates for more sharing and more growing. And it makes people feel safe. It makes people feel connected. And it makes people feel like they are not alone. And the whole point of this and of life is to walk through it together. And when you feel alone and you feel scared and you feel like you're the only one and no one could possibly relate, that isolating feeling just exacerbates the struggle so much more and on such a deeper level. So dropping those walls and finding just one person that you can connect with about how you're feeling really is the starting point for a positive feedback loop of helping other people then follow your lead. And just like our review of the week said, I want to throw my hands up in the air and yell, amen. Like seriously, (laughs) amen. Because everything you said was just so eloquently put. And I think all of our listeners are shaking their head in agreement at the moment. And something that's really interesting to both Carly and I about this topic is, of course, we speak to our moms about this uh, insecurity, this vulnerability. And both of our moms have such a similar take on it in that they tell us we're beautiful women. We're so intelligent. We have all of these incredible positive aspects of our being. And sometimes we get a struggle put upon us so that we remain humble, so that we remain grounded, so that we can connect, so that we're not floating above thinking that we're better than. Um, so yeah, both our moms think it's kind of a silver lining good thing. I mean, they don't like to see us struggle, but they also realize that everyone kind of needs some kind of crux to help them further connect and rise above. So yeah, Harriet is always chatting about that. Yeah, Sue loves it. But you're but you're right and they're right because part of vulnerability is the being able to relate to other people. And when you walk around in this bubble of perfection, you don't have that ability to relate. And like, I don't want to be that kind of fucking person who can't understand pain and can't understand struggle and insecurity from other women. So Yeah, it is a blessing, Allie. It really is. It is. Thank you, moms, for helping us realize the silver lining within a annoying situation. But another part of being vulnerable and opening up and connecting around these moments of saying fuck perfection is that we are given this beautiful gift to become stronger because of it. So I think... Carly and I, when we had that first conversation, when we were on that same wavelength, totally tuned into feeling really down, I just decided in that moment, like, let's flip the switch. And yes, the challenge will not disappear, dissolve, but the challenge can be flipped on its head. We can change the perspective and say, hey, we can turn this into a strength. And here we are right now 
using it as a strength to connect with our listeners, creating a stronger connection and vibe with you. But also you can do that in your daily life. So for Carly and I, figuring out the complexities of acne and what it's caused by and what triggers it and what is specific to our bodies is kind of a goose chase. I mean, there's so much information on the internet and we've both visited dermatologist after dermatologist. I've tried drug after drug, facials, expensive products. I mean, the list goes on and on. We eat so healthy. I mean, we do all the things we're supposed to do. And yet here we are kind of still at this roadblock of frustration, feeling really imperfect and unworthy. And so this is a moment to use the weakness as a strength and gain knowledge, experiment, lean on one another, um, further dive into what is the foundation or the root that's causing the acne. So same for you, whatever's going on in your life, what it is that you chose to relate to, you know, use it as a silver lining moment to say, okay, I'm actually going to dive deeper into this weakness and then make it a strength and turn around and really say like, fuck you, perfection. Here I am and I am worthy and I can face this struggle and this challenge and this frustration. And then I'm going to show others how to do it too. So I think flipping it on its head, weakness with an arrow pointing to the word strength is exactly how we need to start viewing our imperfections and It's like Carly said, it's the doorway to connection with others, but I think also the doorway to loving ourselves through the process of it all, because it's not an easy process. Um, Facing your deepest fears, facing your imperfections, and then actually working on them is so scary. And that's where self-love has got to walk through the door and hold your hand and stay by your side through each moment of it all. That is so true. Oh, I wish I could hug you through the computer right now. I'm hugging my microphone. I'm hugging my microphone too. Microphone, microphone <laughs> hug. <laughs> because here's the thing. it's It can be so overwhelming. Whatever you're facing, whatever your crux is, it can be so overwhelming to feel like you need to rebalance everything in your life in order to figure out what's wrong. I have felt that so often, and I know that Ali has felt that too. But there is always, there is always, always the silver lining to make a health crisis or a mental crisis into a healing opportunity. You hold the key. And just piggybacking on what Ali said about our moms and and using using this this weakness as a strength. Um, it can be hard to truly know yourself and know your body until you face a challenge, because otherwise everything is just so easy breezy and so usual and so by the book. But when you come face to face with this hardship. You learn so much about yourself. You become more compassionate towards yourself. You become more loving towards yourself. And probably the most important thing is that you become more forgiving to yourself and to the people around you. So there is a light, ladies. Yeah. And I think we referenced this quote before on the podcast by Glennon Doyle Melton 
I feel like it's like deja vu when we say her name here, but I love her talk and her quote about first the pain, then the rise. So how can we expect ourselves to rise up through our challenges and our imperfections if we're not actually going to sit with it? Like we have to sit with it. We have to get really comfortable with it all so that we can rise up out of it and It's such an important part of the process. So moving into giving you guys some advice and some tools and resources on how to to really manifest this type of change. And trust us, we are like in the beginning steps of doing this for ourselves. So we'll probably have to do another, I don't know, Carl, like another check-in at some point. Yeah, I think we should definitely do that Mm -hmm. for everybody out there. Yeah, Definitely. So You've got to sit with whatever is bothering you and eating you up inside and hindering you from living your truth and making those daring changes and then find a way to rise above it. Find a way. Get on the path and do the freaking work. Again, another deja vu moment. (laughs) I know, but so many of these lessons intertwine with each other because it is just this giant web of self-care and love and, and work to become better versions of ourselves. But Ali's completely right about sitting with the pain and sitting with the darkness. It's so important to do that instead of trying to avoid it. The other piece of advice to give you guys is that we're given this chance when we face a challenge to press the restart button It's kind of like when you wake up on Monday morning and you're like, okay, this is the week I'm really going to fucking get it. You know, we all have those Mondays. It seems like that's every Monday for me. But anyway, um, you have this opportunity. So it's like your Monday morning and the universe is throwing these huge signs at you saying, hello, the things that were working for you in your past are clearly not working for for you anymore. You're getting like a DM from the universe that it is time for you to take action in order to create positive change in your life. And how awesome is that? As as painful and, and annoying and hard as it is, there aren't a lot of times where you feel like you are truly being called to change. Um than when you're faced with a challenge, I think. Yeah. And I think it's so important that, like you said, those calls, we have to be emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually available to actually heed the call. So while many times we can hear the call, the call is like really tugging at our heartstrings, it's more often than not that we don't actually pick up the phone. And I think that's what is so important about being on this path is being available to at least pick up the phone. Maybe you're not ready to have the conversation, but you're ready to pick up the phone and start doing the work, like I just said. And in Carly and I's example of dealing with our complexion and trying to find the root cause versus just treat the symptoms – We are reading a lot about the different foods that cause inflammation in the body. We are definitely more sensitive to inflammation, obviously, leading to more breakouts, um, balancing our hormones. So we are on an adventure for the entire month of August to eliminate a lot of foods from our diet, which is a little bit scary, but so necessary, and then reintroduce foods to see 
maybe if there's a trigger, so then we just know moving forward, okay, I can't eat X, Y, Z. Also practicing more, more self-care, but really I think the biggest thing for us is the food, the month of August and finding out what the fuck is messing with our skin. (laughs) Yeah. We will keep you guys posted on that journey. Um, I've been reading a lot about balancing my hormones naturally. I mean, we're, we're, we're digging in pretty deep. So we'll keep you guys posted on how we progress. And we would love to hear any ways that you are thinking about decoding what's going on with you and your body and your mind and how you're working through it too. But as Ali said, a little part of what we're doing is self-care. And I want to touch on that for a minute because I think that as we go through these hardships, the love and time and attention that we put into our bodies is so, so vital. Of course, it's important all the time, but there are just times where you need to like give yourself a hug more often than usual. This is one of those times. So you're in this moment where you have a chance to become your own expert at self-care. And It's a chance to change bad habits and start focusing more on the good, focusing on more healthy options, more nutritious food, more restful sleep, more healthy movement in your body. Um, Those are the obvious. Some less obvious things are you may find yourself having to say no more often. This is something that I totally struggle with. It's like probably my kryptonite at times. But when we're on this journey of healing, there's going to be times where we can't engage in activities in the same way that we normally would. For example, this 30-day cleanse that Ali and I are going on isn't going to have room for alcohol and partying. It just isn't. And in that moment, we're going to have to be strong and say no and speak up on behalf of our bodies and what we need. And I don't want you guys to feel weird if you can't do certain things or eat certain things or live the same way that you used to for a short period of time um, because you're flipping the challenge on its head, right? And you're, and you're facing it as a chance to be completely honest about what you want to do and what you don't want to do in a given moment and be honest with yourself, but also with your friends and your family members and the people that are close to you, the people that you might normally engage in certain activities with. I think that you'll find that your true friends and your clo- the close people in your circle are going to understand and connect with you on a deeper level because of your candor and your honesty about what you're going through and what it feels like to go through that. So it's really important to be open about that. Of course, Ali and I always, always, always stress to let out how you're feeling, grab a journal, write it out, grab your computer, get the thoughts out of your head and onto paper. You know how we feel about journaling and how healing that process can be. And just take some damn time for yourself. Light some candles, get in the tub, relax, burn some essential oils. And if that all sounds whack to you, that's okay. That's the shit I like to do. But whatever feels right for you to get to that place where you just can give yourself and your body the care and the extra attention that it needs right now is really important. And um yeah, as we're as we work through all of these things and we make all these suggestions, the point of all of this is to remember to love ourselves for who we are 
and not for the person that we wish that we were or the person that we want to become. Of course, we can visualize all these goals and ideas and vision boards of who we want to be, but we can't get there in a healthy way unless we honor and love where we are. And loving where we are means loving all the bullshit that comes with being a human being and all of the challenges and all of the struggles and all of the pain. And I just think that we can't fully evolve through this process until we really accept that as a fact. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And another yes. So this has been a really great conversation. And I think the number one thing that we want to reiterate one more time is speak up about your struggles. Find someone that you trust that you can open up with and connect to about what's going on because keeping it all inside, internalizing the feelings and the thoughts and the emotions is doing a disservice to all the layers of your being. And the moment you can schedule time, like literally schedule time with someone to speak about these internalized challenges, these imperfections, is the moment that you'll be able to find you can start to make the changes, that you can start to scream, fuck perfection, and turn your imperfections into your strengths and share with others being vulnerable and opening up that beautiful channel of transformation and growth and, again, living your truth and daring to change. So if we can leave you with one to-do, one piece of homework, it's get all those thoughts out on paper connect with someone in your family or one of your friends or someone that you've met through either our community or another community and just tell them what's going on. Let go of the fear that anyone's going to judge you or misperceive it. And um, yeah, connection, connection, connection. That's the biggest thing we want to preach here when we're trying to fuck perfection. So Amen, girlfriend. Yeah, such a good topic. We will definitely check back in with you guys after we do our 30-day skin cleanse party. (laughs) I don't – yeah. Yeah, we totally will. And before we go, just remember one thing. Without adversity, there is no transformation. This is what makes us grow and change and develop. Everything that we need to happen can't happen until we're outside of our comfort zone. And we might not have faced or chosen to face a chronic challenge or a chronic illness. Like, obviously, this wasn't our choice, but it's our opportunity to transform. And that's just that. And that is just that. So... As always, thank you so much for joining us for this weekly conversation where we dive deep into living our truth and daring to change. If you want to be that review of the week and uh, get some love here on the airwaves, make sure you head over to iTunes, drop us some love, and hopefully we'll pick you. And of course, all the tools, show notes, resources, blog posts are over at Truth and Dare Movement. We'll catch you next week for another episode. Thank you so much. Bye.